Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast, connecting you to the leading minds in home improvement to discuss all things marketing and leadership. And now, your host, Kyle Powers. Welcome to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Powers. I have an exciting episode for the listeners today as we are going to be discussing technology and implementation of new technology in your business on both the marketing and sales side. And my guest today has spent a while on the technology side and helping businesses implement new technology. He has worked for Palm as well as Apple and is currently the CEO of Engage. I'd like to welcome to the show, Dean Curtis. Hello, Dean. Hey, Kyle. How are you? I'm doing pretty fantastic. And how are you today? Oh, better than I deserve. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> right. I, I've always liked that answer better than I deserve for sure uh, <laughs> with that kind of stuff. So, hey, really excited to have you on the show today uh, and, and talk about kind of a hot topic, uh, which is, um, you know, getting with the times and technology uh, in our industry, the home improvement, home services industry. And I think traditionally as a whole, uh, home improvements, as I've seen it, has always kind of been on that back edge, that, that late conformer uh, with technology because we, we figured out ways to make these businesses work in the past and we, we tend to stick with what we know. Uh, but recently in the last couple of years, I think that's changed a lot. I think a lot of companies have started to utilize technology more and more uh, for, you know, from the very beginning, from lead gen all the way through sales and even, you know, production processes. Uh, so excited to have you uh, on the show today to talk about that, Dean. But before we really get into that, uh, could you maybe give the listeners a little background on, on who you are and what your uh, career has yeah, sure. I you know, appreciate you, you having me on. Um, I started my professional career as a classroom teacher, actually. So I spent four years uh, teaching middle school and, and high school math before, God bless deciding you. To, <laughs> before deciding to jump out into the technology field. And I actually entered a program at Oracle, a huge database software company, um, and then moved through a few different tech companies, Palm and then Apple. In all cases, it's always been about helping companies transform how they did business. You know, whether it was Oracle, I was working with DOD companies or customers and helping them figure out how to get databases into the field, uh, into the into the battlefield. At Palm, we were working on custom apps for business. Um, we did some interesting work with California Highway Patrol in doing license lookups, and this is back in the you know late late 90s. Um, and then at Apple, it was really about iPhone and iPad as well as the Mac and bringing that to business as well. So when you look at kind of where I've been, some pretty cool companies, yes, but more importantly, helping people look at technology and find it, find the right place to implement it within their business. Right on. And that's exactly what we want to uh, talk about today. And the current company that you're with, Dean, is? Yeah, I'm with Engage. So uh, Engage with an I. Uh, we make interactive presentation software. Okay. Uh, and your role there with Engage? Yeah. So I'm the, currently the CEO. I came in as the leader of sales and then uh, graduated up to the chief operating officer and became the CEO about two years ago. Awesome. Congrats. Uh, so yeah, excited to, to talk with you. So let's really dive right in. And I guess the first question I would pose, uh, even going back to any of those other companies you worked with and really getting technology in business, what do you think is one of the the main hiccups that 
companies really face and, and why they don't integrate that technology into their business? I think one, it's just comfortable doing what they're, what they're doing, right? So when you develop a, a routine or you develop a, a muscle, it's kind of hard to break that, that trend. Um, and a lot of times what people do is they see a piece of technology and they're like, oh, that's a hot piece of technology. I, I, I should probably do that without really understanding if it solves a problem for them. Um, and, and when you look at, you know, the, the way people currently do, do things in order to move past the, the routine of, of how things are currently done, there has to be that point of, of I'll call it the point of problem or the, the point of pain where they're like, this just isn't working. It's not converting sales. It's not engaging my customer. It's not helping my sales team track things or whatever the problem is, whether it's internal or external, um, a problem with the customer and how the you interact with the customer. And I think until people identify and kind of admit they have the problem, it's really hard to identify whether technology is the right solution or not. Because sometimes it's not, right? We've seen, in my career, I've seen tons of people throw money at, 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 at technology without first identifying what the problem is that they're trying to solve. So I think that's really where it needs to start. And once the problem has been identified, then start to research and find solutions that, that might be able to help. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, a lot of companies might even have got into that vicious cycle of trying to add what they think is the next hot thing on the you know the marketplace, the next shiny object, so to say. And uh, they haven't done that process of, of really uncovering, you know, is there a need? Is there a problem that we need to solve? And how can we solve it? So they add this tech, they spend the money, and it you know, it's a flop. It, it doesn't really do anything for them. And, uh, I know just from getting around talking to a lot of clients, they almost kind of have that, like, you know, I've been there, done that, you know, kind of attitude, not going down that path again, uh, which even yeah. keeps them kind of more in that comfort zone. Um, and I always like to say everything you ever wanted in life lies just outside of that comfort zone, uh, you know, when doing that. So, uh, with being at Engage, you know, you've worked with a ton of home improvement companies and then just a ton of other great companies uh, in government and things before that. What is maybe, you know, if you're talking about uncovering that need, I would have to say a lot of times a consumer may not even know they have a problem that needs to be solved. Um, and so what's mm -hmm. maybe uh, an exercise they might go through, uh, you know, take, for example, just your product, Engage's uh, product, a interactive, um, you know, platform um, that a company can use with, th with their customers. How might they even go through a process of uncovering if that's something that could benefit them? Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of the customers that we talk to now, you know, when you're going into someone's home, I think people expect you to be using technology of some kind, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, photographs of their home in order to help identify the, you know, the project that you're going to help them with a before and after, or um, whether it's just knowing who they are and, and, and being able to process a, um, you know, a credit application in the house, like all those things, I think people are starting to expect it. However, they don't want it to impede their experience at the same time. I was talking to a, a home improvement uh, uh, owner last week, and he said, you know, one of the challenges we have with our in-home presentation is when our sales rep pulls out their laptop, a lot of times the person on the other side, kind of their shoulders sink, and they're not all that excited about, you know, having a being spoken to through a, a presentation. So in our world, people come to us and say, hey, 
we're not really engaging our customers all that great from a presentation perspective. Um, our in-home sales presentation could use a lift. Is there a way that we can you can help us solve that problem? And that's what we're doing. But I think it's not just us. Like I think there's a whole technology stack that a lot of home improvement folks are looking at, whether it's CRM or um, how they're using you know digital photography to to help in the in the pre in the in the middle of the sale and then post sale to help. I think there's a lot of different ways that people can be looking at the different ways they're engaging with their customer and providing a great customer experience, which then leads to all the things that everyone in sales wants, right? Faster close rates, <laughs> increased average deal sizes, and then obviously, you know, great referrals at the back end. So it, a lot there, but I think that when to identify those problems is first to listen to the customer and then second to listen to your own employees to say, hey, boy, I could really do so much better in the house if I was, if I had these tools, if I, if I could prepare in this way, if I could be better equipped when I'm talking to someone in the house or even post uh, that sale or, um, you know, having technology in, in the loop can really beef up everyone's ability to execute. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, you know, CRM in there. And I, I find it interesting that, you know, years ago, that was, you know, really the first piece of tech that that got into home improvement companies was this, you know, CRM and how they can track and, and manage their, you know, client all the way through, you know, from lead gen to, you know, post-production and, and service and warranty. And, and believe it or not, on my travels, I still find companies that aren't using a CRM. Now, very few and far between uh, compared to what it was maybe five or definitely 10 years ago. Uh, but there's some that haven't even, you know, utilized that technology. But I think the uh, ability to really digitize, and I know there's, you know, been some big leaders, big companies in this industry, uh, you know, the Reborn and um, Tunderland and a lot of those bigger companies that have made the push to go essentially 100% paperless. Um, mm -hmm. And I think one of the hiccup points that a lot of companies have with, you know, making a huge decision like that is it it's going okay the way that it is, or maybe there's even some problems and they know once it's all figured out by adding this technology, it can be better, but it's everything that happens in between there. That is the work, right? The leg work uh, to get it done. And I know I, even for myself, uh, we uh, at Tony Hody Training and Consulting developed a uh, engage-based uh, presentation for our brand ambassador program. So I always say sales always gets these cool toys and cool things to use <laughs> uh, within the home. Uh, and really the problem I saw, you know, which is a great thing with engage is, right, you can track literally what your designer is doing in the home, how much time they spend, you know, all that kind of stuff on the different slides, where they've gone, all that kind of stuff. I, was, I thought it would be cool to have that for a marketer, that a marketer can have a proven system to follow in the home that can be checked up on upon uh, in, in utilizing Engage. But I, I'm not a designer, right? I'm, I'm not uh, someone to really figure out how to use that system. Now I did, uh, and I put something together that certainly worked. Uh, but once I was able to utilize you guys uh, to really help redo that and make it really cool, uh, that's you know when it really shines. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that that middle point of okay, we're we're doing business. It may not be the best. But I see all this work ahead of me to get it to the best and, and what you might tell a company that's in that process of, man, I know once we get it figured out, it's probably going to be awesome. But that step to getting there kind of scares me. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot there. There's there's a, a couple of different things to to pull out. One, what you in order to have real insight into whether something's working or not, I think all of this, if you look at any technology solution that goes into a business, if you can't measure its effectiveness, it's really hard to validate whether it was a good choice or not, right? So you can look at CRM as a, as a perfect example, right? When we use a CRM for tracking our sales, like everyone does or probably should, right? And when you look at the metrics on the back end and whatever your leading and lagging indicators are, right? Is it number of calls? Is it number of demos? Is it number of sits in, in the home or whatever those are? The CRM can help you identify trends to success, right? We, we set out from a product perspective to do the same thing, but with presentations, because when we were talking to our customers, while we're enamored with our ability to create a great interactive experience for the seller in the home, what's most important is whether or not the marketing team or the sales director who, who, who really measures the effectiveness of the sales team and the effectiveness of the marketing content, do they have the same ability based on data and analytics to look at whether someone has been successful in using that content when selling. And that's one of the problems we try and solve in, you know, with, with Engage. Um, and that, I believe, in general, from a technology perspective, is you're looking at the tech stack that someone is putting in to help their sellers or help their business move forward. And it's not just sales, it's production, it's all the aspects of, you know, it's, the, it's lead all the way to close and finish of the business, everything in between. If there's not metrics along the way to track the effectiveness of the investment that you're making in people, in, in equipment, in, in technology, it's really hard to justify. And what, what we see and what we're trying to do is help home improvement professionals to look at that in-home sales presentation as a real difference maker from a go, no go, especially for our one call close customers. You know, can we give them the metrics in the back end to say, you know what, Kyle's a really, he's closing at a great rate. Dean, you're not closing at a great rate. But when you look at how you use presentations in the home, um, here's the difference, right? You, you mentioned Tunderland. Brian Gottlieb says about our platform, he's like, it's a ride along on every sale, which we love going out and meeting with customers, but you can't be there as a sales manager every time or as a marketing director every time, but to have insight into whatever piece of technology you've, you've deployed through analytics and, and, and data, that's critically important. Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, one of um, the early technology that I utilized uh, when I was at Tunderland, um, you know, I had 65 face-to-face -face marketers uh, between canvassing and shows and events and, and retail and, and out there generating, you know, hundreds of leads, you know, over the weekend and things like that. And, and I looked at one pain point that we had was the getting the data of the, you know, setting a lead with a customer, getting the data into, you know, the call center for it to get into the CRM and get managed uh, and how much time that took when we were doing it the old fashioned way, which is, you know, writing it down with a pen and paper on a lead sheet and then, you know, either having to turn that lead in, which at, at night, which didn't really work because we're setting too many, we're, you know, filling up the schedule uh, and too many overbooked appointments. Um, and then, okay, well, then we went to, you know, calling it in or, or, or texting it in or emailing it in right from there. Uh, and, and that didn't really work because it took more time on the caller uh, as as well as the, the marketer to make that happen. Uh, and so I was like, I, I need some type of digital process 
process that allows me to capture this lead and get it right into our system. And so we went through the, um, you know, uncovering, okay, well, if we pay for this program that can digitally take the lead on a tablet and put it right into our CRM software uh, for a caller to then follow up on and call, whether it was confirmation or whatever, how much time that saved us. And that was an easy one to figure out, obviously, if this process would be worth it. Uh, and it, and it saved, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars over the year and just time, right. And just, it just pay. Yep. And so I think, um, a lot of times if you know what the problem is, it's easy to help find a solution, you know, for that technology. But, um, you know, if you don't know a problem exists, it's, it's kind of hard. And, and did you guys see initial, pushback with the engaged project, you know, product that they're like, oh, I don't know if that really solves a problem or I don't know if we have a problem in our current and, and having to overcome that first to really get people to understand that they, you know, had a problem that could be solved. Yeah. In some cases, yes. I mean, you're always going to, there's always going to be the spectrum when you're looking at your customer base. Right. But most people, I think even no matter what industry, if you say, how much do you enjoy someone opening up a PowerPoint and talking at you. <laughs> Most people are going to immediately be like, yeah, that's not, that's not a whole lot of fun. But if I can give you an experience that um, one, you can either a interact with, right? So literally turning the iPad towards the customer to have them drive. Um, we see that a lot, uh, but also just having an experience that captures someone's attention, keeps it. Um, and by the way, is easy to train your sales reps on <laughs> That's a, that's like, it, it solves problems, not only in the sense that I, you know, I need a better presentation, which a lot of our customers come to us seeking something like that. Um, they're not Googling that to say, Hey, I need a better presentation. But what they are looking for is I need a better customer experience because we all know that when you have a, a great customer experience, not only is it great for them in that moment and it leads to better sales, but it also leads to better referrals down the road as well. Right. So if you can shorten the amount of time you're selling to someone, if you can um, educate them more quickly uh, through video, if you can, all of those things lead to a much better customer satisfaction overall, which leads to faster close times, higher deal sizes, satisfied customers that refer you like all of those things are byproducts of, hey, let's just have a better experience for the customer. We think we help in the in the slice of that pie of, of giving them a better experience when we're presenting to them in the home or virtually. And I always like to say that it's, it's never a people problem. It's always a process problem. And I think that's what, uh, technology really helps do too, is, is create these processes, uh, that need to be followed. For example, your platform engage, uh, when we created the brand ambassador, uh, program on engage that you can use in the home, it, uh, it stops the marketer essentially from doing whatever they want in the home and they have now a process they have to follow. Um, I mean, I, you know, train that process out without that program to a lot of brand ambassadors now. And I've, you know, done some follow-up visits with some and undoubtedly there's people that have skipped parts or forgot about parts or do things in reverse order, uh, which obviously doesn't get the best result at the end of the day. And so that's one thing I know that your platform is able to do uh, with the brand ambassador program is really keep someone on task, on a system, on a process uh, that walks them through that if you've designed it right, you know, 
obviously gets to the result that we're looking for at the end. And I think that's one of the biggest things that technology can do outside of a better customer experience is giving a proven process to a marketer, to a salesperson, uh, to a production person, wherever that technology may be going uh, to make sure the job gets done right and effectively. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we're all the reality is anyone who works in, in for us in our companies, um, they go out and they into the world and they they have to be face to face with the customer and do the thing that we've trained them to do. Right. And you can only train so much until you have to trust. Right. You build trust through training. You trust that person's going to go out and, and represent your company. Well, if there's ways that you can ensure their success, right? And ensuring their success ensures mutual success, right? Success of the company and success of the of the seller or the marketer that's going out there. Why wouldn't you invest in that, right? No matter what it is, whether it's a great presentation or it's a CRM or it's a quoting tool, whatever it is to make them the best equipped person in the field with the customer, it, it's kind of a no-brainer to, to give them the tools that they need to succeed. I mean, you wouldn't send a roofer onto a roof without a great ladder and amazing tools, right? In order to complete that job, the right safety equipment. Why not do the same thing for your sellers and whatever that is to make them super successful to solve the problems that they have in the field. Um, it, it, it just makes a lot of sense to do that. And, 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 and it's in, in the right time as well. Right. So maybe that CRM is the first thing that, that, that needs to be implemented and, and adopted and, as you look at the other problems that they have, solving them one at a time or a couple in parallel is how we see most people are, are successful. We see the, the hardest is when they try and take on too much, but prioritizing those problems and seeing where you can get the most ROI, I think, is, is critically important for any marketer, for any sales team. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I see that a lot when you know companies, they want to do all these things and they're just not able to really do any of them at the end of the day because they're they're so tied up in, in too much. So I think to that point, really figuring out what you may want to do when it comes to technology and prioritizing what is most important in order of and in, in systematically going through you know one by one uh, at, at what may work. Because I mean, in the last couple of years, the amount of technology available to a home improvement company from marketing, um, you know, all the way through sales and production is, it's kind of astronomical to me. In the last couple of years, the boom from, you know, text platforms and, you know, presentation platform like uh, that you guys offer to um, different ways to follow up and apps and all these different things. I, I would implore the listeners that um, you just research what's available to you in all these different areas of your business from marketing to sales to production. Uh, the technology, get around to some of the seminars, the shows to uh, you know, take a look and see, um, you know, for example, I know you guys sponsored our event LeadCon that we had and, and made a lot of great connections there. Um, you know, I think as a, as a company, as an owner, as a manager in the business, uh, you should get out to a lot of these different things and, and see what's available to you. Um, cause I'm, I mean, I'm around the industry a lot, uh, in a lot of different clients and a lot of different shows, and I'm still, you know, blown away by, wow, this existed in our industry and I didn't know like that. That's right. crazy. I think there's so much out there. What, what tips might you have kind of along what I was just talking about it at, at even finding what might be available, you know, to better your business. 
Yeah, I mean, there's we're, we're partnered with a lot of good um, folks who are doing really good webinars. Um, we we've we've taken the approach personally of looking at other folks in the industry that we can partner with to bring a good story to a webinar. Uh, one, it's it's usually you know not everyone attends, but they can certainly get them on demand, so you can you can watch and you can learn from multiple folks who are partnered up to to bring solutions to the market. Like you said, texting, CRM, presentations. Like we've partnered with with lots of folks to to do those kind of multifaceted webinars. Um, we've seen great success um, in interfacing with our potential customers at, at industry trade shows. Um, now that things are opening up, there's a lot of conferences. We're at a different conference every week um, and having the opportunity to really just sit down with folks and not only show what we do, but help them through the process of what's important to them and, and helping them identify the problems that they're trying to solve. Um, but the number one thing is just prioritizing what those problems are. Like, what are the things that are really burning in the business that if you solve that one thing, it would unlock so much potential, right? It's kind of like the domino effect of, all right, if I just, if I just knock this, this first domino down and it'll trickle into the next one, it'll trickle in and hit the next one before you know it, you're knocking really big dominoes down um, that are propelling your business forward. But it's really making that priority list of, of problems to solve and, and then knocking them out through research. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I'd have to say if you're a home improvement company and you um, either a don't have necessarily a presentation that you give to the consumer or you're still in the old flip book model of presentation um, and maybe even made yourself your own PowerPoint, I think engage is definitely something that uh, you should take a look at. Um, because overall, I just, I think you guys put out an awesome, you know, product in, and, and I was, you know, kind of a skeptic at first. Cause I'm like, well, how much better can this really be? Uh, and then when I got in and worked with you guys and created our, uh, platform for the brand ambassador through there, um, and you guys put some finishing touches on there, I was like, wow, this is way more than I could have ever expected it could be. Um, and you know, you hit it on the head with being interactive and, and keeping the attention of the consumer, uh, but really creating a, a process that a salesperson and or a marketer can follow um, and get the result at the end. So uh, so bravo on, on putting out a, a great piece of tech that I think any company you know, can really utilize from. Um, and so, Dean, that really brings us to the last part of um, the show today, which is Power's Powerful Point. What powerful point might you have for the listeners? Yeah, I'll, I'll depart from kind of most of what we talked about and switch over to more on the leadership side. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer that the leaders uh, of, your, of a company um, set the culture, right? And the culture of a company is what drives the behavior of the people in the company. And those behaviors are what drive results, right? So yes. if you look at leadership as the core, like it's our job as leaders, me as the CEO, right? The the idea that if I can set a great culture in our company, it'll drive the right behaviors and that that will drive the results. Trying to jump right from leadership to results is, is a fool's errand in my opinion. Um, and when you look at what we're trying to do, like we're trying to help home improvement companies really enable their team with great tools, right? That's what we, that's what we set out to do every day. And for many people, these projects are once in a lifetime events. And if, if we have the ability to help influence a company to help someone through that lifetime event, right? It's not technology. It's, it's about really helping them solve a problem. 
um, and helping that and customer solve a problem of, boy, my, my roof is leaking or my siding is, you know, dilapidated or we want to make sure that we are doing everything we can and setting the culture within our company to drive all the right things to help our customers really see the best results. And I think that's a, a very powerful point there. Uh, we always have a saying in our, uh, at Tony Hody Training Consulting that, you know, uh, culture each strategy for breakfast. Um, yep. And so as a leader, uh, you know, you get what you create or allow. Uh, and so if you create the right culture uh, with the right things in your business, obviously the results will, will speak for themselves. Uh, so again, Dean, thank you so much for being on the show today. I look uh, to continue to partner with you guys um, and do uh, great things with you when it comes to the Engage platform. And, and Dean, if, if someone was interested in reaching out to you guys to see how Engage um, might be able to help them, how could they do that? Yeah, we appreciate the opportunity for being on the podcast and sharing a little bit of my personal story, but also the, the story of how we're helping customers. Um, you can you can learn more about Engage uh, at our website, engage.io. And, and the way you can remember that is Engage is all about interactive engagement. So Engage is spelled with an I, I-N-G-A-G-E dot I-O is our website. Awesome. Sounds good. And again, thank you so much. And I'll talk with you soon. Thanks so much, Kyle. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Lead Gen Leaders Podcast. For a free consultation, on how Tony Hody Training and Consulting can assist with your home remodeling business, please visit TonyHody.com. That's T-O-N-Y-H-O-T-Y.com. Thank you for listening.